Welcome to Scoop FM, the official podcast of whatever we call this league. It's the only league in town. I'm your host, Dan Belinke. There's no time. I got no time. I'm running very, very late. Devin, I'm sorry, but I don't have time for you to introduce yourself this week, so we're just going to have to Hello, move. I, Devin, everyone. I told you we did not have time. You did that against my will. That is one strike, and I'm sorry. I told you last week we had something special cooked up, and we did, because last week I went to the Steelers game with a couple other GMs in the league. That would be Nate Higgins of uh, Girly Gone Wild. That would be Dave Wiley of Male Pattern Ball Winness and Devin Rambo, the man who just justified me, and that, that counts against him, um, of Rogers LLC. So what we wanted to do is uh, bring on some special guests in, onto the program and talk to them about their seasons and things such far. But we found that after that game... Um, Dave was just in the corner questioning everything, thinking really hard about Jared Goff. Um, you know, how how good is he? You know, how much better is he than Mason Rudolph? Who knows at this point? Um, and then, I hate to admit it, but Devin, Nate, and uh, myself were, we were all kind of in a little circle tugging our slugs, thinking about that Steelers defense. You could hear the moans of people yelling, Minka, Minka, floating over the hills of Mount Washington that night. Yeah. Oh, what a stupid, stupid trade. Nope, we were very excited for it. So all of that fell through. We couldn't live up to that promise. And I was just awash in guilt that I couldn't think of anything else. And so I pushed it aside. I pushed it aside. Um, I lost $140 at the casino Friday night. Um, So, yeah, I, I did not feel good. So I'm late. So we're doing it right now. That means we've, we're doing it on the fly. As my broadcasting hero once said, fuck it, we're doing it live. I've done no preparation for this. I'm just literally reading off my phone. I'm reading off of... Th- God damn it, someone's being murdered. Um, this is terrible. I'm reading it off my phone. I'm just going as I go. There's, uh, there's nothing really else to say. So let's just get into it. I don't think there were any trades that week. So let's get right into the waiver wire now this is the waiver wire from now two weeks ago we've already had one um the big pickup uh bob gets josh reynolds for 23 dollars and nobody nobody in the world wait we did this one already shit okay i guess we are caught up so let's oh my god do not be meowing into the mic i'm right here seriously this is my show okay all right so the big pickup in this past week going into today's games, um, Brian Hill. Oh, man. I got to tell you, you know, I, I pulled the old uh, grab and chase Edmonds before he got popular. I was so close to picking up Brian Hill a couple weeks ago after reading some shit, but I didn't do it. Alas, and oh, man, he went flying off. Matt got him for $63, beating Eric's 20, Bob's 17, my 15, Nate's four, and that's it. So he overpaid massively, but he locked him down, which, I mean, a starting running back is valuable. I just don't, I don't get why, <laughs> and I'll, I'll get to, I'll get to Drew and Nick in a second. If you're looking for players like these guys, I keep saying, these guys have massive amounts of money. Why not just throw some cash on these, these guys that get into starting roles, like Wayne Gallman was? Maybe it was a waste, but it was worth a week. Uh, same with, same with Brian Hill. And I mean, it's not like um, Nick and Drew are completely inactive 
in the waiver wire because Drew picked up Anthony Ferkser for $8. And if you're questioning, hey, Dan, was that a whiff? Then do you even play? Yes. No one is bidding anything on Anthony Ferkser. No one's heard of Anthony Ferkser. (laughs) He's the third tight end on the Titans. Oh, Drewby. What are you doing there? Bob got Jacob Hollister for $5. It was also a whiff, but I like that pick. Um, it seemed like Russell Wilson was going to him a lot, but that was also because Tyler Lockett was down. Now they're going into a bye week, so you got to hold him through that. And if Tyler Lockett is back, who knows how much he'll be involved. But $5, totally worth it for Bob. Um, he's trying to replace Austin Hooper. Uh, Nate grabs Raheem Mostert for $4, also a whiff, but good pickup um, with Matt Burita, questionable. Uh, Nate gets Hunter Renfro for $3. I swear, this guy is just like... Him and Darius Slayton, I think, have been on everybody's rosters for at least one week. Like, someone picks him up and then drops him, and then someone else does too. Um, Yeah, that's about it on the waiver wire. There were no trades, so let's get right into the action of last week's games. Uh, My phone would load here. So, uh, how about them Knicks? Oh, and another thing. Let's just address this right now. If you notice in the title, this is a week 10 podcast. So week 10 means anything that happened in week 10. That's all I, that's all I can legally talk about. I've written a contract in the Scoop FM studios with the Scoop FM suits, and I can only talk about week 10. So I can't talk about anything that happened in week 11, even if it's a Thursday night game, even if it was maybe the uh, you know, most popularized and talked about uh, event in the NFL in the past year even if it's something that rings home very strongly with me, even if it's something that I might have a lot and uh, harsh opinions on, but I can't talk about it. So we're not talking about that thing. But next week we will. And next week, it's going to be time to pay up. I know by then people will stop talking about it. The news cycle will move on. Scoop FM lasts, though. Scoop FM persists. We will not give up. So we're not talking about it this week. But believe me, buddy. We'll be back for next week. Okay, so let's get into these stupid frickin' matchups. Aha! So the first one. As prophesized on Lies FM, staying true to its name, I vanquished Matt Horvatich 156.3 to 143.8. He might think, oh, this was close. I, I left some points on my bench. No, I did the math. It would have been impossible for this cat to have beat me. And... I was rolling with Mason live. I went Mason Rudolph watching him live, and he did mega decent, like half as many points as the next lowest scoring quarterback in this matchup between me and Matt. Um, so not great. But I left, you know, I left uh, the Steelers defense on the bench, so, and Joe Mixon. So I left mad points on the bench, too. Uh, so I don't want to hear him. Um, Huge days for me from Lamar Jackson and Christian Kirk. Welcome back. A last second add into my lineup. I heard Kenny G was going to be getting the ball from my old buddy Jeff Driscoll, who I got at the end of last year. Um, So I said, nope, no thank you. Fuck you, Matthew Barry. I don't care if you still think he's a top option. Bench that ass for Christian Kirk, and that won me the matchup. So, (laughs) Um, yeah, and the Colts defense did fine. So, on to Matt, Daniel Jones, four touchdowns and a loss. Now, Jets' defense might not be all that special, 
But those are pretty good, stinking good numbers, man. Um, he lost a fumble, so I guess that hurts him a bit. But those are some stinking good numbers. I kind of, I, I don't really have anything against Daniel Jones. I thought the pick was stupid because I was all in the Haskins train. But I mean, it's not the kid's fault. Like no one. It, same with Mitch Trubisky. Nobody asked to be drafted that high and to get all this national criticism, especially these guys are just kids, you know? Same with Saquon. People are always like, oh, the Saquon pick, fucking waste of money. Like, come on, they're just kids. They didn't ask to go that high. Good for them, you know? And and it's not their fault if they don't produce at that level, right? This isn't like this isn't like NBA free agency where a guy takes a huge contract and you say, oh, okay, you're coming here to be a star, and then he's a dud, okay? Because that's a guy telling you, yeah, man, I can do this. Give me all the money. I can do this. Maybe he's not really saying that. Maybe he's just saying, give me all the money. We'll see if I can do this. But still, these guys, it's like, if they don't, if, if, you're, if you're in the NFL and your top five pick doesn't hit, that's your fucking evaluator's fault. That's your scouting. That's your scouts, your GM, your coach's fault. It's not the kid's fault. He didn't ask to be taken that high. Okay? Sorry. Um, Christian McCaffrey, also a big game again. And Chris Carson proving to be an, uh, just an awesome running back duo. Uh, kind of poopy all on his uh, receivers and uh, Kyler Murray getting it done as well in a tight loss to Tampa Bay. I love the points on that game. So, okay, next matchup, our match of the week, Nate versus Bob. And Bob wins 120.4 to 119.3, finding a way to stay alive. Oh, so good. Nice job. The only way, the only way. Nate could have won this because I should have made the bye week award this week. Good God. He's missing a hell of a lot of dudes. But the only way he could have won this is if he had benched Kansas City head coach. But, you know, it kind of rounded out because Bob also started the New Orleans head coach. And those two pieces were the reasons I lost all of my parlays. So fuck you both. Um, Nate had kind of pretty average weeks overall. I mean, we watched Gurley live and just not getting it done. Burrito wasn't that involved. I think he might have limped off the field a little early. Randall Cobb having a 100-yard game for whatever reason, I guess so. I, I watched that game. I don't even remember that happening, but I don't really remember anything. Um, and the San Francisco defense having a pretty solid game. And on Bob's side, whew, Brian Hoyer was bad. This would not have been close if he had played Baker over Brian Hoyer, but I guess the uh, the old confidence in Baker was fading, so and uh, could have put a lot more points up on the board if he had played the Rams defense over Buffaloes. But aside from that, Golden Tate, Daniel Jones got to throw those tutties to somebody, and Dalvin Cook having big games, and Saquon Barkley, what is wrong with him? I'm not criticizing. I just said I won't criticize that guy, but uh, something ain't right there. Something ain't right. But, oh, I'm the big jackass for taking Zeke number one last year. Please. Anyways, um, next matchup. There's going to be no techno dance party, but just know that one is going on in my head because Drew has won another fucking game. Drew takes down Dave, 118.5 to 98.6. Drew accurately called himself the Dolphins. He wants to tank, but he keeps finding ways to win. He just can't stop it. His boys want to win. And the resurgence of Melvin Gordon helped out with that. Kyle Rudolph having 14 yards and two touchdowns for some reason. That was a big part. And Darius Slayton, he is the Hunter Renfro of actually scoring points. He was on my roster a couple weeks ago. I've seen him on Nick's roster. The guy has been all around. He's gotten passed around by the homies, but he could be a real one. So who knows? Um, and Sam Darnold also having a good one in that game. So uh, 
Dave had no ways to win this. God, these guys are both decimated by buys. Fucking Drew, Keenum, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Thompson, Duke Johnson, James White, Dwayne Haskins, Noah Fan, Adrian Peterson, Muhammad Sanu. That's a that's a weekly lineup that he couldn't start. So, yeah, really perfect game from everybody he had that played. Now, if Dave had played the Seattle defense over Green Bay's, he would have came close, but not enough. Uh, and Drew did him the courtesy of just making it a little bit closer by playing the Rams head coach. Just, just to remind Dave of his painful, painful loss. On Dave's side, aside from Patrick Mahomes, it's it's not great, Bob. Uh, Kamara had a pretty rough week back. Um, <clears throat> in spite of a win, Matt Ryan didn't put up that much over the Saints. Josh Jacobs had a good game, but... Diggs looking poopy, Everett not doing much, Sammy not doing much, starting Latavius and Kamara, I guess you got buys, but that's not good, and Cooper Cup going over live, and I was worried, I'm like, oh, Steelers have trouble with slotty, shifty white guys, and nope, didn't happen, I'm cracking open a white claw, I'm going to this Cavs game in a little bit, so gotta soup up, anyways, next matchup, uh, you could just hear the, I'm fucking broken. You could just hear it in my voice. This is going to go down as the worst podcast of all time. You don't even have to listen to it. Just skip it. Um, Eric beats Nick 164.2 to 137.8. Eric is holding tight onto his recent resurgence up the standings. Uh, he had a great game from, I mean, I'm telling you, man, this freaking, wait, did he? Yeah, this Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott stack has just been unreal this year. Um, Nick Chubb having over 100 yards again. I like, like, I like to see that. Shot, shoot, shot his shot. He shooted his shot. He something his shot with Alexander Madison. 52 yards. Hey, hey, not bad, not bad. <laughs> um, yeah, anybody else worth talking about here? Like I said, I'm doing this live. Mitch Trubisky having a decent game. The Jets defense. Wait, I just dropped them. What the fuck? Um, and Harrison Butker, 15 points and a loss. Didn't he miss one too? Didn't he miss something critical? He missed a field goal. Yeah, it wouldn't really made a difference. Wait, wait, you missed a field goal? Oh, shit, that would have tied it up. I forgot about that. It's been a long time. Uh, Nick, his entire bench went kind of over. I don't know why. He picked up Ronald Jones a couple weeks ago. I don't know if he's setting his lineup, but he just like refuses to start the guy. I mean, he could have come a lot closer if he had played him over Ty Johnson. But anyways, uh, Drew Brees and Kyle Allen kind of, I don't know, just not doing that great. But Derrick Henry getting that point total up, and Aaron Jones going nutty. Um, Jarvis Landry having 97 yards and a tutty. That's a pretty good game. Josh Gordon, not impressive in his debut. Ty Johnson, oh, I'm so glad. I heard all these dynasty guys going, carry on Johnson owners, worry. We like Ty Johnson. They were saying that going into the offseason, and they're like, oh, worry again. It's Ty Johnson's backfield. He's going to get this number one job. Carry on's going to be out of a job in a year. Frig off. Stop talking shit about carry on like that. Let's go to the mat last match. I like this match too for almost match of the week. Uh, Devin beats Bill 116.4 to 110.6. This could have got incredibly ugly for Devin if he had lost this one. Um, you know, it could have. Wait, what was the, uh, yeah. Okay. Could have got ugly for Devin. He would have been pushed down the ranks. Um, there's no one really worth talking about in this game. I mean, Devin started Justice Hill, for God's sakes. He dropped for Alexander Madison. I don't know if that was a good move. Uh, good Lord. Uh, Devin's basically buoyed by his Baltimore defense and Zane Gonzalez. 
can, can I do anything to make this section interesting? Can I do one single fucking thing right in my life? Oh, yeah. Billy had a number of ways to win this. One was Goff Live. Ooh, that's a bad line. 3.7 points. What'd he do here? What'd he do? 243 yards. Two picks. Fumble loss. Ewee. Um, but Michael Thomas and Tyree Kill. Huge games. He's very strong on receiver. I gotta say, when Billy traded Cooper and AB for uh, David Johnson, that might have been one of the most controversial trades and that people didn't know what to think. Um, I liked it for both teams. I thought Eric asked a good price for you know a potential top 10 guy. Well, the season ended today. Eric destroyed that trade, and AB hasn't even played a game because the Dak Amari stack has done wonders for him. And David Johnson is just, would you stop meowing? David Johnson has just not really done it. Um, <laughs> here's a crazy stat. In this matchup, Ryan Tannehill was the highest scoring quarterback over Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rivers, and Jared Goff. Freaking ouch. Okay. So let's wrap this up. Let's see. What was the uh what was the award that week, huh? What were we giving out? Didn't we do it last week? Uh week ten was the bye week thing. Wait. Uh so we already did it. So when I was remarking on all that, that's why everyone Okay, cool. Week eleven is the uh Kick in the Nuts Award for whoever's kicker scores the most points. Chris Boswell put up zero for me. I'm not allowed to talk about Week 11, but I will mention that just to say that it's definitely not going to be me who wins that five bucks. Now, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Let's get going here. Let's get on to the standings. So Eric is now in first place with at 7-3, and three, the most points scored in the league. Um, it was a strong win, strong point total, so he's secured a bye for now. We'll see how that continues to play out. Nate is in second place. It's seven and three. Um, wait, did he? Yeah, he lost, so pushed him out of his bye. He lost his game lead over Eric, which we talked about being a possibility. Um, so, yeah, things are in. He's got the seventh most points scored. So, with three games left, Nate is in danger definitely of losing the bye week. Now, even if he goes seven and six, that could be enough to keep a. Uh, could be enough to keep a playoff spot. I'm not sure. No, probably enough, but definitely at risk of losing the bye week. I'm in third at six and four, one game back. I've got the second most points scored in the league. Second most points scored, by the way, by one point four. Shit is real tight. Um. So yeah, I'm bouncing up the rankings a little bit. After uh, not even sweating that loss to Matt, that that game with Matt, um, but can I hang on this week? Matt Stafford going down and Mason Rudolph and Chris Boswell just the Steelers pooping. I'm not allowed to talk about it, but I will admit I'm genuinely worried about losing to Drew. I just need like one guy or two guys to completely shit projections, and and I've lost to Drew. So, and if that happens, the podcast might just be over. If I have to talk about the helmet thing and losing to Drew in one week. I might break this fucking microphone. Uh, Devin is in fourth place at six and four. Uh, he's got the third most points scored in the league. Um, yeah, so he was able to he hold on with a win despite some uh, pretty lower scores lately. But he's back on the winning train. Matt is at six and four. Or he's in fourth, fifth place at six and four. He's got the fourth most points scored in the league. He's got a two-loss streak. And he just started putting up points. It's funny, earlier in the league, wasn't this guy at first a couple weeks ago? Barely putting up points. Now he's starting to put up points, and the losses keep coming. 
That's your dynasty's a friggin' bitch. Uh, Dave is in sixth place, the last playoff spot at five and five. He's got the sixth most points score in the league. Uh, the loss to the loss to Drew just it's been a rough. Dave has lost four in a row. It has been a rough couple weeks for Dave, for sure. Um, I mean, losing Mahomes and Matt Ryan for a spell, and they've come back, and just more injuries and more bad luck. So we'll see. I don't know. He's definitely he's got to be the most. He's two games back of. Uh, you know, he's a game back from us at six and four. He's a game back from the guys in the bye week at seven and three. So. You know, he's got to be worried about uh, Bob or Bill trying to come up for that last spot because uh, they're sharks. Bob is in seventh place. He's up. He's back. He remains alive. Uh, he's at four and six. He's got the fifth most points scored in the league. So, yeah, he just needs a couple more breaks. Like, you know, if uh, he's got more points than Dave. So if he wins this week and Dave loses, then he'd take his playoff spot. So just watch out for that. Same with Bill. Bill is in eight, er, eighth place, got the ninth most points scored. He's at four and six. So, yeah, if Bob and if Bob and uh, Dave lost and he won, he could be in that playoff spot by next week. We'll have to see about that. Um, he's staying alive, too, with his win. Nick is at three and seven. He's got the eighth most points scored in the league. Um, you know, I think Nick is uh, – because it doesn't seem like it. I still think he is a bubble team. Like, he could turn this around. And Drew is in 10th place, 2-8. and eight. He got those wins. That's all I'm fucking juiced about. 10th most points scored. But he's on a two-game winning streak. Let's see if he can keep it alive against yours truly. That would devastate me. Let's see. What do we want the match of the week to be? Now, Matt and Bob are tempting. But I've gone with some version of Bob, Nate, and Matt for like three weeks now. So I don't want to do that. Uh, Nick and Nate is a bit tempting. But I gotta say... I gotta say, I think it has to be Bob and Bill. I don't, I don't really think that Bob is gonna, or sorry, Bob and Dave, Bill and Dave. What the, Bill and Dave? I'm so sorry. I need to drink this white claw. Um, so, yeah, Bill and Dave. I don't really think Bill's gonna win this one, but if he did, <laughs> if he did, and then. Uh, well, he'd still have less points than Dave. Still, if he did, he would have the same record as Dave. He'd only need to leapfrog him one more game or just end up scoring a couple weeks of more points than him to get his playoff spot. Uh, if Bob loses to Matt, he'd leapfrog him. So he would be, you know, not even a game out of the playoffs, just losing by points. So it's a big game for him. And Dave, he's got to turn this around. He's, he's you know... Every, everyone in the playoffs currently has at least one more win than him. The bye weeks have two. If he doesn't do this, he, he's in danger of, of looking on the outside in. So that's it. Um, so we've talked about everything. Um, so until next time, until Drew beats me in a game and I kill myself, and this podcast is my suicide note, Bye bye Here's the sound of me drinking a White Claw. <laughs>